Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to this special series dedicated to slow wine held in Bologna in March 2023. During the fair, we conducted several interviews with some very exciting producers. We were able to pull out some of the more interesting elements of Italian wine within the slow wine movement. Tune in each week on Italian Wine Podcast. Hi, good morning. I'm at Slow Wine in Bologna, and today I have with me Henri David, the co-owner of Fattoria Zerbina. And today we're going to talk about his Albano wine, because Fattoria Zerbina was chosen as a benchmark producer for Albana in our new book, Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. So good morning, good morning. Henri. Grazie good morning. per venire. Thank you. Let's talk a minute about Albana. So a lot of our listeners know that Albana was the first white DOCG in Italy, but not many people know a lot about Albana. So give me a little history of the work that Fattoria Zerbina is doing with Albana. Albana is absolutely one of the, I think, most interesting variety of Romagna. It's an historical variety. If you think about the Albana, immediately you think about the history of Romanian Empire, the last period of a Romanian Empire. Part of what we're doing with the book is trying to include history, myths, legends, yeah. the travel of ancient civilizations and how these grapes got here. So for Albana, really important. Yeah. The Albana has two main characteristics. The first characteristic is the unbelievable capacity to concentrate a lot of polyphenolic components into the skins. The second characteristic is the acidity. I remember when I was studying Albana, someone <laughs> described it as a red wine in a white dress. Absolutely. <laughs> Fatira Zerbina in 2008 decided to work with the second aspect of the Albana, the acidity, because mm -hmm. the Albana has a good acidity. So we started the experiment in terms of period of selection. So after 13, 14 years, we know exactly now what we have to do to produce something very drinkable and that the people are discovering. It's accessible. It's not Absolutely. so complicated. Absolutely. Your co-owner, Christina, yeah. who was interested in the Sauterne-style wines with Botrytis from Bordeaux, she's now doing a project with Albana. Tell yeah. me about that. Exactly, because the modern approach of the Albana for the dry version probably is the last step, but uh, the beginning was about the sweet version because the Albana is uh, very famous for the sweet wine. Italian Wine Podcast. If you think you love wine as much as we do, then give us a like and a follow anywhere you get your pods. Of course, the Roman emperor's wives were drinking that, the Absolutely. ancient story yes. says. But uh, Christina, my partner, she studied uh, enology in Bordeaux and she felt in love uh, about the, the sweet wine. The Sautern, of course. And she tried to work eh, with this variety, with the Albana, 
with the same concept of Sotern. Why? Because the Albana has the potentiality to follow the way of the Sotern. So how many wines are you making with Albana? We produce a dry version, a semi-dry version, and three different steps of sweet wine made with the Botrytis. In 1989, we produced the first version of Scacomato, the name of yes. the first bottle is Scacomato, but it was, I mean, 30% Botrytised and 70% dried. Dried, a In 1996, finally, was the first vintage of 100% Botrytised Albano. And this is very curious because the area is uh, new for the for the Sangiovese mainly. Exactly. And uh, if you think that a sweet wine could be a flagship, an ambassador of the winery in Romagna, is not, I mean... And this is where we're aiming to go with these grapes that are lesser known, historic, important, and take them out into the world and make them be more ambassadors. So... I'm going to ask you a question, yeah. put you on the spot. When you're drinking Albano, which one is your favorite, the dry or the sweet? I like absolutely the dry version. Mm -hmm. I like the verticality, the minerality. But at the same time, it's Albano, so the DNA uh, you can find on, a, on the mouth. So it's very, the potential the is... Texture is very. What are you intensive. eating with it? It's very polyhedric because uh, with this acidity you can put a lot of different uh, type of food: pasta with a vegetable sauce, for example, white meat, of course, uh, or cheeses, uh, and also fish. Absolutely. Thank you so much right. for giving us a masterclass on Albania no, it's today. Not a masterclass, but no, it was great. <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cheat, cheat.